0: Come undisputed at one three five, Darren. It's going to be a stellar night as always. It feels like one fight week has only just finished. We're on to the next already. Yeah. Um, one man who will be bang out. The last time, of course, we were here. We saw Tony Bellew and Alexander Usyk, um in action. Um, Anthony Crawler will be making his exit Filling from the most sport sure. uh, on Saturday night. And he'll make the, the ring walk for the final time. Uh, lots to look forward to on Saturday. Let's talk about the headline yep. uh, first. So Katie Taylor, last time we saw her, was in New York against Delphine Passoon. It was a night to remember in many ways and a night to forget in others. Of course, Anthony Joshua losing his belt to Andrew Ruiz. And Katie Taylor, although she had a hand raised, I think a lot of people felt that maybe the decision should have gone the other way.
1: Yeah, do you know what? I had it very, very, very close. It was a real pick'em mm. uh, fight before, and to be fair, it was uh, the result as well. You know, there was nothing in it. It was great. soon she just come out, didn't she? All guns blazing. It was phenomenal. But look, Katie Taylor come through victorious, um, and now on to the next. This is a, it's a great matchup, and and one I'm really intrigued and looking forward to it's um, she, she really is a sensation she you know she's she's the real deal um, so you know such a lovely woman outside the ring but inside the ring she's fireworks and yeah I cannot wait. I think she wants to eventually sort that rematch out and erase potentially those demons that
0: may be haunting her from that uh, that victory in New York, but Christina Leonardo is the champion, the WBO champ at 140 pounds. Stylistically, this should be a very, very good matchup. Both come forward fighters, mm-hmm. both like to. Scrap. She also
1: went points, didn't she? With
0: Pusun? Absolutely, yeah. And, and again, she's another one that's come up from the lighter divisions, has fought a super featherweight, yeah. has fought a lightweight too. So these aren't two really kind of big bona fide 140 pounders. So in, in a weird way, this is probably the perfect yeah, initiation absolutely. into the division. Absolutely,
1: KT. you know, uh, we just look at Canelo fighting Kovalev. What? A difference it can make moving mm. up in weight but when you're fighting someone that you know isn't huge in the division it does it does help and yeah I you know for me I think Katie Taylor she'll learn from the pursuing fight and I, and I, and I expect her to come through this and, and look very good in doing so well you'll hear from all the fighters um, just a few moments time uh, we'll, we'll just briefly touch on Anthony
0: Qualler before um, we hear from them at, at the desk his final opponent is Frank Chiarga a name not too familiar with many people had a decent scrap at European level with Edith Tatley uh, not too long ago um, but this is an opponent that Anthony should yeah. have his hand raised we, against let's
1: be honest we, we know what it's all about and I think it's brilliant that he gets this, this great champion from Manchester gets a bow out in his home city. I think it's brilliant. Absolutely we'll just hear the muted voices behind us I don't know
0: how long we are from throwing over to David Diamante I haven't had words yet but um, David will pick up proceedings, in fact it might even be Michael Buffer tell you what we'll do, we'll hand you over now and we'll let them take over proceedings, we'll be back with you shortly
2: Well, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon and welcome to the official final press conference for the world-class boxing event that will be held this Saturday in Manchester. Now it seems like we're, every week we're someplace with the matchroom boxing, they've just been putting on show after show, and it's great to be here in Manchester because I've been here so many times, for me personally, it's always a treat. I love the arena, I love the atmosphere, I love the fans. And I hate to stand in the middle, When I just look, look at this line up here, an unbelievable show. It's going to be a great night once again, world-class professional boxing, it's going to be an emotional night for one reason, you'll hear more about that later, and it's going to be a great night for sports fans. And here to tell you more about it, for Matchroom Boxing, Mr. Eddie Hearn.
3: Thank
4: you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you.
3: Can always rely on Brian Peters, one of, the few, one of my few fans. Thank you, Brian. Um, welcome, Manchester. Thanks for turning out today. Great turnout here ahead of our big show at Manchester Arena this Saturday night, live on Sky Sports, live on the Zone across America. And look at the amount of fighters we've got here. Thank you all for attending today, and thank you for squeezing on both tables. And thank you to all the media that's with us. It's a big night for many reasons. Um, of course, Michael talked there about the final fight of Anthony Crawler this weekend. I think we're going to, after this press conference, forget the niceties of the career and um, the memories and concentrate on a very important fight um, for him this Saturday against Frank Urquietta because this is a must-win fight for Anthony Crawler. This is the final fight of his career and I know he wants to finish with another title and with another victory. Of course, the main fight this weekend is a groundbreaking occasion for Katie Taylor, moving up to 140 pounds to take on the WBO world champion Christina Linardu in a very, very tough fight after becoming the undisputed world champion at Madison Square Garden in June. We have a brilliant domestic middleweight fight between Felix Cash and Jack Cullen as well and all the other fights here that we'll be talking about shortly. Before we go into the detail and hear from the fighters, I'm going to pass to the head of boxing from Sky Sports, Adam Smith.
5: Thanks, Eddie. What a wonderful turnout it always seems to be in Manchester. It's a fantastic fight city. We've been coming here for 25 years on on Sky, and we've seen some wonderful events in uh, in the arena, Uh, so many with Anthony, so many with Ricky Hatton, and many other great fighters, the likes of... Nigel Benn, Nassim (laughs) Hammer, Joe Calzaghi, so many fighters have fought up here, and it's a a great fight city. And Michael's right, you know, when you you walk around, there's a special buzz in the air in the last sort of 48 hours before a big event. And there will be one or two tears in the eye when Anthony Kroller bids us farewell on, on Saturday night. What a phenomenal career he's had you know, always had the tag of the nicest guy in boxing, but he really has been. And, uh, you know, he's fought long and hard and battled through a lot of things. And, uh, you know, we at Sky are very proud of his career and uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be looking forward to, uh, to his swan song, but of course it's a fight he needs to win. Katie Taylor, um, absolutely magnificent ambassador for the sport and uh, wonderful for us as well to have been involved since she turned professional. She's got a, a real tough arse moving up in weight against Christina here who will uh, definitively want to hold on to that title. Two great, great fights to finish the night. But what a what a selection of, of talent as well on display. It really is magnificent. It's uh, Eddie said, you know, we have to squeeze our, ourselves into these tables. We do in Manchester always. It it brings something special out. But I just want to pick out Martin Bacoli and say thank you to him. He fought a couple of weeks ago in Newcastle, and he, he performed really well against Kevin Johnson. And when Joshua Bowatsi couldn't make it on the bill, I said to Eddie, let's, uh, let's try and do something with Martin. And he and Billy Nelson jumped to the chance, and that is what... What boxing's all about that's what fighters need to do and we're very grateful for that listen last weekend incredible in london one of the great fights we've ever had on sky with josh taylor and regis progray now we're in manchester the the road show goes on one of the most powerful schedules to finish a year ever and we cannot wait for saturday night thank you
3: thank you adam and uh, echo that as we move into november this saturday we are off the back of three fight of the year contenders in october on Sky Sports and his own, Gennady Golovkin against Derevenchenko, Robbie Davis Jr. against Lewis Ritson and the brilliant progre against Taylor last week at the O2, it's been a great run. Um, I'm going to attempt to speak to everybody now on this bottom table, if I miss anyone just give me a nudge because it's been happening quite a lot lately. Um, we're going to start with Hopi Price, Hopi, welcome, professional debut. Um, I'm not sure you look even old enough to fight, but I've seen you fight and you can really fight. Great member from the uh, GB squad, obviously trained and managed by Dave Coldwell as well. Hope you're looking forward to getting off and running on Saturday night.
6: Yeah, I'm um,
4: um, just turned professional. Obviously, a couple of. Um, I only announced our was signing with you two weeks ago, so I'm happy to be on the show. Um, I'm happy to perform on such a big stage on Saturday night.
3: Obviously, a great team at the Coldwell Gym Jordan Gill, the McDonald's. Uh, Fowler as well You've been working hard with Dave For some time now You feel like you're ready now To hit the, the paid ranks
6: Yeah, um, I fit straight with the boys down the gym Jordan Gill, Andy Fowler um, They've all helped me And um, now I feel like I'm ready for the professional ranks
3: And I'm going to show what I'm about Saturday night Look forward to seeing your debut Dalton Smith, welcome little trip to Italy for you To rack up another victory A good experience for you Looking forward to boxing in Manchester on Saturday night
6: that's it. Yeah, just um, picks another win up in Italy and then straight back out. You know, 3 weeks later here in Manchester so you know I'm staying active. I'm getting plenty of fights and you know I'm looking forward to putting on another another performance Saturday.
3: You've had plenty of experiences. Obviously, you've had your debut. You were floating in the show at the O2, didn't get on that card, but boxed at the O2 previously, like I said Italy and now Manchester. It's been a good few months for you. Have you found the professional ranks and moving forward in 2020 look to start challenging for some domestic titles
6: that's it yeah the plan was to stay active up until christmas and you know i've got to thank you and um, sky for making that happen you know i've got a few good fights in up to to christmas now and then i look forward to next year and you know hopefully pick pick some titles up and look for those bigger fights
3: look forward to seeing you back in action on saturday nathan farrell welcome um Pleasure to have you on the Liverpool show recently, yeah. and talking to you, I just I can't stop thinking about your brother because you two are absolute spits of each other. But sold huge amount of tickets. Looking forward to fighting in Manchester on Saturday.
0: Yeah, um, I think I'm a little bit better looking than Kieran. Thank
1: yeah. you. Actually, you but, might be right.
0: You might be right. Um, I just I'm just um, I feel blessed to be on this show, uh, surrounded by all these great great fighters. Um, it's an honour to fight on the same show as Katie Taylor, who who go down as a boxing legend. And um, obviously, my story is I'm Kieran Farrell's brother. I, was a, I had a brief amateur career, but I was undefeated national champion. My brother had a brain injury in a fight with Anthony Croller and uh, I walked away from boxing, but um, suffer, suffered my own injury that left me unable to walk for four years. And uh, it was that them dark days that uh, spurred me to do this again. Um, I won't go on with myself, I just want to congratulate Anthony Crawler on a great career. He's done me proud, my brother proud, my family proud. And um, I'm just buzzing to get back in the ring just at the right time to uh, fight on, well, Katie Taylor
1: and Crawley's on the card. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan. Cheers. Thank you. We've
3: got a, a great fight for the WBA uh, International super bantamweight championship between Kez Ashfak and Joe Ham. I think now this is where it starts getting exciting for our young prospects. Joe Ham and Kez Ashfak, two, two great amateurs. Uh, Kez, part of the GB setup, podium squad member as well. Um, very, very talented fighter, now starts to come into the real tests where you're going to see, start seeing these young amateurs really perform. Joe is going to be bringing all the action on Saturday night. Joe, we'll start with you. Welcome. Pleasure to have you back on the show. Looking forward to this big opportunity for you on Saturday night.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's just up to myself. been training hard, so looking forward to taking the opportunity with both hands.
3: What can you expect from this fight? Obviously, you've, you've known Kez a while. I'm sure you've mixed in uh, the same circles as well as amateurs and, and know each other's style as well.
0: Yeah, we boxed off a few times as amateurs, but the last in the Commonwealth Games in Glasgow, but that was five years ago and there's was a... A big jump between amateur and pro, so I feel I'm confident I can. if pro style suits me better than I can get the win on Saturday night.
3: Kez, exciting times now. Start moving towards the titles. Of course, your first title fight. Again, the history with Joe, and uh, been around the amateur scene with him as well. Expecting a, a good fight on Saturday.
6: Yeah, um, I'm not underestimating Joe. I've uh, boxed him four times in the amateurs. I know what he's about. I believe I know what he's going to bring. Um, but even if he does decide to change tactics. I believe I've got the tools to uh, combat anything he brings and I'm looking forward to getting a good win on Saturday night, God willing.
3: You've had a great start and, and everybody that you've boxed so far, especially the ones that have actually come to fight, you've looked better and better against. Do you think as you move up through the levels, we're going to see the best of Kez when you're facing people who are hungry and coming to win?
6: Yeah, definitely. Like you say, when they when they come at me, it just makes it easy for me, in my opinion. Um, and I believe Joe Ham's going to come. He's going to come to fight. Um, he's probably hoping he's going to time me out um, towards the end of the fight, but... It's not going to happen. I'm in the best shape of my life. And uh, like I say, I can't go in there and God willing, win my first title Saturday night.
3: Thanks, Kez. We move to the heavyweight division. Um, As Adam said, Martin Bacoli, who has had a, a great start to his heavyweight career, of course, become one of the very few men to stop Kevin Johnson in Newcastle recently. Stepped out of the ring there, straight back in the ring two weeks later. And a great fight with Rodney Hernandez. Rodney Hernandez... Always, always comes to fight. We saw him in a great fight with Joey Dueco recently on our Hooker Ramirez card in Dallas. Rodney, I didn't recognize you with the glasses on. You look, you look far too nice. I know how. I've seen you fight time and time again. And uh, looking forward to, I believe, your first fight in the UK on, uh, on Saturday. And uh, a good challenge in Martin Bacoli.
1: Yes, it's my first time here. Thank you for inviting me. And I can't wait to put on a show, you know. I just can't wait. I just uh, I love the sport, I love boxing, it makes me feel normal. It just I just love it, like you know. So I just can't wait, just you know, can't wait to go in there and just risk it all.
3: Every time we've seen you you always, always come to fight. So does Martin Bacoli. Fans can expect a, a good tear up on Saturday.
1: Oh yes, yes, definitely. Like, you know, it just once I get in that ring I feel normal, you know. So I know a lot of these fighters here, the You, you the, the keep saying it. that. Uh, huh?
3: You keep saying that, Rodney. Are you are you yeah. not normal outside of? I mean, tell us a little bit about this story.
1: Well, well, like I grew up pretty rough, but boxing makes me feel normal, so makes me smile. So I like it. It makes me sleep well. All
2: right.
3: Well, we look forward to seeing you normal on Saturday night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rodney. Martin, I'm not sure you're normal either, but. One thing we can expect with you is always great fights, great entertainment, and you took this opportunity, having had some good rounds in Newcastle, and now I know that you know the heavyweight division, Billy knows the division very well. This is a serious fight for you on Saturday. Rodney always comes to fight.
7: Uh, firstly, I want to thank God for big, this uh, big opportunity. Uh, you remember, Eddie, I always tell you that I'm ready for anybody, so I... I don't, know, I don't know much to say. I'm just waiting on Saturday night to see what the big men will bring to the table. I always be ready for anybody who's coming to fight. And I always also I'm coming to fight, so we'll see the best must win.
3: Thank you. Martin Bacoli against Rodney Hernandez on Saturday night. Now we talk about female boxing. Of course, Katie Taylor has paved the way for so many in the amateur and professional ranks, one of those being Terry Harper. I think a great success story in the last 12 months. Huge support coming out of Yorkshire. And Steffi Bull, who must be here somewhere, has done a great job as well with Terry. She's probably one of the most improved fighters I've seen, male or female, over the last 12 months. And Vivian Obernoff, uh, who's broken hearts in Britain before stopping Natasha Jonas recently, as she looked to go and challenge for a world title. This is a tough, tough fight for Terry Harper definitely the toughest of her career so far, defending her IBO world title. Vivian, we'll start with you. Welcome back. Excited for Saturday.
8: Gracias, thank you very much. Uh,
3: we have a translator? translator.
8: Mm-hmm. OK. Uh, Rodney, how's your
3: Spanish?
2: Um, my Spanish is like, <laughs> uh, like 80%, but not perfect, but
4: I, you know. I can't help.
3: <laughs>
8: Rodney,
6: muy bien, Mira, mira, you can just be normal
3: over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay.
4: Hola. Hi, hi.
8: Estoy muy contenta de estar aquí, muy muy contenta. i enferma, un problema en los brazos y ahora estoy preparada para pelea, más preparada que la pelea de ¿Cómo se llama la otra? How was the name of the other fighter? ¿Cómo
3: Harper? I was a bit bit worried that you didn't know you were fighting I've got to be honest with you so yeah it was definitely Natasha Jones
4: she's very happy for being here she's been ill for six months but now she's super prepared for going for this fight she's even more prepared than that fight against
2: Natasha Natasha Jones very very Really, really,
3: really, really, very, very, you. very, Thank you. Vivian Obernoff, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Terry, uh-huh. Spanish or um, <laughs> Doncaster, whatever you fancy. Um, big moment for you. Obviously, you boxed the Sheffield Arena before on one of our shows, now defending your world title. Some huge fights out there for you. But this one, definitely the toughest of your career so far.
4: Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been on Sky, Sky shows before, Sheffield and Nottingham, um, but this time um, I'm officially a, as a matchroom boxer. Um, I've got a tough test Saturday night. Um, I've trained hard and I'm prepared for a tough 10 rounds with Vivian. Um, I'm excited and this is a test that I need to take me to the next level um, for the other future uh, world title bells.
3: <laughs> Obviously now there's... Big fights in every division as a female fighter. I mean, Eva Wallstrom, uh, we're looking at, who obviously Katie's box as well, great champion. Uh, Michaela Meyer looking really good stateside as well. Natasha Jonas at Super Featherweight as well. Very important fight for you on Saturday. I know there's been a lot of hype and excitement from Steffi and, and around where you're from as well, but it's, it's a must-win fight for you.
4: Yeah, definitely. Um, if, if I'm, I'm here and I've got to be win- winning Vivian on Saturday night, um, and that's, that's what will take me to the next step. Um, And the next level,
3: really. Thank you, Terry. Terry against Vivian Oberno for the IBO Super Featherweight World Title on Saturday night. We move to, as I said, a brilliant, brilliant fight between Jack Cullen and the Commonwealth champion Felix Cash on Saturday night. These are the great fights because now it's an opportunity for both these guys to break out in a big domestic fight and really move to the next level. Felix Cash has looked almost uh, perfect so far in his career as a professional, trained out at Tony Sims's gym, huge amounts of talent, very, very exciting to watch. Jack Cullen, we saw him on our show recently, huge support, has masses of fans coming from Bolton and Manchester on Saturday night. This is a brilliant, brilliant match-up that I'm very, very excited about. Jack, we'll start with you. Um, I don't mean to cause trouble between you two, but... He said that you've been chinned before and he's going to chin you again. And you said he didn't really want this fight and you're going to jab his head off. So, talk to us about this fight and a big, big opportunity for both of you on Saturday.
9: Yeah, it's a big opportunity. um, And I'm going to take it with both hands. I'm just glad he's here um, today. Not got no sore hands like last time. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be a good fight. Um, I've, I've trained. I've trained for more than 12 rounds. And Felix Cash is going to get smashed. So, yeah, good fight. Okay, well, didn't know if you'd say that, but fuck now Fucking hell, he's put
7: 20 pence in him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that belt's coming on with me,
9: fuck.
3: Is
1: it, yeah? We'll see. I like this because this is the first time
3: you've been involved in a fight or a situation like this. Jack, you've sold a huge amount of tickets. Yep. Felix said that's not yep. going to help you in the slightest, but you have, there's going to be a lot of pressure. They can't, be, they can't get in the ring for you, Jack, can they?
7: So, you know what I mean? you got to get in there with me by yourself, so. They Don't can't fight for me. you, mate. I'll in you will
9: mean? be arsed to be getting
7: smashed. Well, we'll see then, won't we? We'll see. You're nothing but a tall, lanky piece of piss. That's what you no, are. We'll see how fight out won't we? You're going to get smashed. That's what you are. I'm going to smash you. As, as you've not got a sore hand. Going say, I'm going to break my hands off your head anyway. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going We're to smash you. you. Not my two hands. I'm going to pour to paint to your face. We'll you lemon.
3: After the fourth round,
7: You're his arse is whapping.
3: Gone down. Jack, this fight is, again, Felix by far the toughest test of your career. Yeah. He has looked very, very good as a pro. You're confident that you've got the ability. Yeah.
9: He's a good opponent. He's probably the best opponent I've fought. And like I said, I've not fought anybody. But no, neither he. He's not fought anybody, neither. Um, so we're both going in it. And we're both, obviously, we're both on it. We're both hungry for it. And uh, the best man wins. And I'm, I'm coming home with that belt. Do you believe that you win the fight inside the distance? or, or do you I should... believe I win the fight in distance, yeah.
3: Felix, distance. obviously, you, you don't agree with that. But you agree you win the fight inside the distance. But... This is a big fight for you. I mean, you know, you've you've been faultless, as I said, as a pro so far. But this is a chance, big breakout fight, Manchester Arena, big crowd, kind of fight that you need and you want, and you look like you got the uh, the bit between your teeth for
7: this one. Yeah, listen, it's, um, you know, I'm looking really forward to it. You know, it's it's, it's a big show, big event for me, and you know, and it's, it's a lot of people going to be watching to to so show, showcase my skills and what I'm about. You know. Um, He's had one little bit of a good win against a uh, mediocre uh, opponent, and, and I don't know where, where he's getting all this from. But he thinks he's a world champion or something. But listen, he's um, he's going to see on on Saturday night that you know he's in with a whole whole different animal, and um, he he he's going to be in for the shock of his life. What's the difference between you two? Why do you see yourself so confident to get that stoppage victory? Um. Well. <laughs> Watch, watch, him. You know what I mean. He looks like he just, he, you know, he, he, just try, he, he just He's trying to fight. He's fight, trying to fight my fight. You know, he's going to be there to be hit. He, you know, he don't look like he's a big, massive puncher. Um, you know, he, he folds a straight one too, and then tries to listen. He's, he's just, I'm just a whole different level than him. We'll see you on Saturday night.
3: Thank you, Felix Jack. Commonwealth middleweight title. Can't wait for that fight on Saturday night. We're going to go to the women's light welterweight world championship between Katie Taylor and Christine. Leonard to Christine, welcome, and um, we're going to bring in uh, Brian Cohen. Say a few words. I, I was going to put you up here, Brian, but you you had a go at me last time, so I've kept you <laughs> I won't put uh, me up there either. In, in all seriousness, we have neither representative from either side. So Brian, welcome. Thank you. I think we're all right now. Yeah, we're good. Good, we're good. thank God for that. Um, but don't get cute. You've had I won't get cute. No, you're t- you're too cute for me. Um, talk to us briefly about Christina's camp. I saw at the workout last night, the footage, she looks very fit, very strong, I've seen representatives here from DeBella Entertainment as well, your whole team, yep. Alex, hello. Yeah. Uh, this is a big moment for you guys, big moment for Christina and a, and a massive opportunity for her to completely turn the women's world boxing uh, scene on its head.
10: It is. Um, you know, the last time we were here, um, you know, we, we had a little verbal spar match, it's sold a little bit more tickets, I think. Um, so when, when Christina went back to Greece, uh, her trainer, Manny, set up training camp in the mountains. So she's been training in the mountains, which kind of scares me a little bit because I always said she's a little, a little throat off. Right? So um, I get a phone call three days into the training camp. Tells me she hurt a rib. I said, well, what was she doing to hurt a rib? He said he was throwing boulders at her. I said, so what's the problem? He says, well, she wants to know what kind of hot sauce to put on her rib because she pulled it out and started eating it. Right? <laughs> so, so the next day, she... Um, uh, the, the next day, she she had um uh she she's been training in in the mountains, um, and just she hasn't had touch with like you know uh, with any any humans to be honest with you. So it's just been him, her, and the training camp coming down for sparring, and that was pretty much it.
3: Interesting. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> yep. Christina. Yeah. You haven't seen many humans in this training camp, and. Uh, <laughs> You've been eating your own ribs with hot sauce, but other than that... No, this is uh, the
8: All the next training comes, you know? I'm serious. You,
3: you, look, you look in great shape, you look very strong, ready for Saturday night.
8: I'm always ready. The same thing happened a few years ago, when I get the chance, a chance again, another chance. So they thought that I'm going to go there after my fight, my fight with Persoon. I had one year to fight. So I went there, and uh, it wasn't what they were expecting. So I won the fight, and <laughs> I beat everyone. I'm always ready. I'm I'm not getting out of the gym or preparing myself because this is what I love and what I want to do. So I'm ready for ready for any challenge. I love challenges. Mm.
3: What kind of <laughs> what kind of fight are you expecting on Saturday against Katie Taylor?
8: Like the mouse and the rat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that kind of fight. Like the mouse and the rat. But, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, oh no, like the mouse and the cat.
3: I was going to say, the mouse, ma- yeah. I wasn't sure who was the Come, rat. That's why I
8: say but, I want yeah. my translator. Okay. I can express myself better in uh, Greek. <laughs> anyway, like the mouse and the cat. Okay. Yes.
3: We, we wish all- but
8: even if it's not there like that, I can handle everything. I can do whatever you want in the ring, in that ring to get what I want and to win.
3: Thank you, Christina. Mm-hmm. Wish you all the best for Saturday. Katie, thankfully it's the mouse and the cat, not the mouse and the rat. <laughs> and uh, again, a, a, big, a big challenge for you moving up to 140 pounds. We saw you win every belt in the lightweight division. Now, a chance for you to make more history on Saturday night.
4: Yeah, it's very exciting. I have a chance, obviously, to be a, to become a two-way world champion. I'm, I'm well prepared for this challenge. I've had a long training camp for this fight, the longest camp I've had, actually, for, uh, for a professional fight. So I'm, I'm feeling well prepared. I'm feeling strong. And these are the kind of, of challenges that I absolutely relish. Um, I'm expecting a very, very tough fight. Obviously, she's the champion. I'm the challenger coming into this fight. So it's going to be a tough fight, but I'm ready.
3: She looks very strong, looks strong and powerful. Mm-hmm. Last night you have mm-hmm. talked about her power as well. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the biggest challenges moving up in, in the weight division now?
4: Yeah, I think so. I'm obviously in against the bigger and stronger girls now, but um, as I said, I, I'm, I've put on hundreds and hundreds of rounds of, of sparring over these last few years, and I am ready and I'm prepared for this kind of challenge. I am, I've had a lot of strength and condition over the last few months as well. I'm feeling ready, I'm feeling strong, and I can't wait to get in there.
3: Finally, it seems that everybody... Uh, in boxing, in or around your weight once you as a scout, you've got to stay mm. focused you've got to try and mm. uh, take these challenges on head first, seems like everybody's calling your name, firstly you must get through Christina on Saturday
4: Yeah exactly, there's a, a lot of big fights out there for me uh, available but I'm only focused on this fight on Saturday night, I have to get past Christina first before you know, all the other big big, big names are, um, are available to me so it's a big, big night for me on Saturday and I'm just completely focused on this
3: Thank you, Katie. Christina who defends her 140-pound title against Katie Taylor on Saturday night. Now, we move to a very, very important moment, a very important night for Anthony Kroller and Joe Gallagher. And as I said, everybody seems to be talking about this swan song and, you know, tears rolling down. But he's got a fight on Saturday night, so we're going to get into fight mode, um, challenging him for what will be his final title and what will be his final fight in Anthony Crawler on Saturday night. We're going to go firstly to the man who looks to end the story on a negative note for Anthony Crolla. Frank, welcome. Uh, I believe we're going to bring in a translator here. Um, OK, no problem. Um, if you could just ask Frank that uh, it's a big night for him, everybody talking about Anthony Crolla, but of course he's here to win the fight on Saturday.
0: Um, Hello. Uh, I'm so excited to to fight here in Manchester City, a city where there's a lot of boxing fans. And for me, it's an honour. I'm I'm proud proud to to fight against a champion warrior, as Anthony Corolla is, and I'm ready for the fight.
3: And final question is that we've seen you fight. You fight at a very high pace. So does Anthony Corolla. We expect a great fight between the two of you on Saturday.
0: Uh, Anthony Nicola is a good boxer with a lot of rhythm. Um, the fight going to be a nice fight for uh, all the fans. And then let's going to see what happens in the ring. I'm going to do all my best. And let's hope goes everything all right. Thank
3: you very much, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we, we move on now to, I guess we could say, the dream team of uh, Joe Gallagher and Anthony Croller. And although, like I said, uh, this is about the fight on Saturday night, I think it's only right to say a few words uh, about Mr. Crolla, firstly from myself and Joe Gallagher. And uh, I think that when you talk about, I think overachievement is sometimes a phrase that people can take the wrong way. But what it means is, is that you've put more work in than anybody else. You've got absolutely every drop out of your life and career that you could have done. And I think that's the best way to describe the career of Anthony Crawler. I remember being in uh, Las Vegas for a fight and we just managed to secure the Richard Abril fight for Anthony Crawler for the WBA world title. And I, to be honest with you, I couldn't believe that we'd managed to get a world title fight for Crowler. And I wasn't even sure he could win it but we kind of done our job. Anthony Crawler had got a fight in Manchester for the world title, and I was so excited for him and for Joe Gallagher. And when Joe Gallagher called me that day to say that he fractured his skull and he'd broken his ankle, I couldn't believe it. I mean, one, because I knew I wouldn't get the deposit back from Manchester <laughs> Arena. But secondly, and more importantly, I knew that the dream was over for Crawler. And... We were gutted and we weren't sure he'd ever fight again. The tenacity and the heart that he showed to even come back from that injury was incredible. And when we finally got the fight with Daly's Perez for the world title, I couldn't believe the performance from Anthony Crawler. I mean, he absolutely schooled Daly's Perez that night. And we got in the ring and for all the people who say, oh, British fighters always get the rubber to green, matrim fighters always get the scorecards, they gave it a draw. It was a horrific decision. And I just thought to myself, how can you possibly do that to Anthony Crolla?" We went away. We canvassed for a rematch. Gilberto Mendoza gave him a rematch. And the rematch was just spectacular. He stopped Darlis Perez with a beautiful body shot, knocked him out and become WBA world champion. And for me, that was it. You know, the Crolla story, we, everyone had done our job. This, is, this can't go any further. He went out. He had a mandatory challenger against Ismael Barroso, who just stopped Kevin Mitchell. No one gave him a chance to win that fight. He soaked it all up in the early rounds and then knocked out Ismael Barroso. It was one of the best atmospheres I've seen at a British fight night at Manchester Arena. It was incredible. Went from there, had a unification fight, fought for the Ring Magazine title against Jorge Linares, lost a very close fight, rematched him again, went back, had a big British domestic fight against Ricky Burns, boxed at the Millennium Stadium, uh, then went out and had a final eliminator against Aldi Jordan and then went to L.A. and boxed Silly Lomachenko. The career of Anthony Crawler is just, it is without doubt, I think one of the great success stories of British boxing. And I know everyone always says, oh, he's a nice bloke, and, but Crawler is genuinely one of the nicest people you will ever meet. He will do anything for anyone, which is one of the reasons actually he lost out on that Richard Abril fight, but that's another story. But he's the guy... You want living next door to you. You know, he's the guy you want as your mate. He would do anything for the people around him. And he's been an unbelievable ambassador for this city and for British boxing. Anyway, enough of the nice stuff. As I said, we've got to talk about boxing. But I will just pass over to Joe Gallagher. Joe, I spoke to Anthony, uh, I think, last week. And it's always difficult when you feel like you're in good form. You're having a good camp. He said people are getting out after his sparring sessions, beefy and people saying to him, this is the best I've ever seen you look. But this is the moment. Collectively, you've made that decision. And although it's a great story, he must win first on Saturday night.
11: Yeah, 100%. Um, Anthony, his training camp is where it always is. Meticulous. He puts 100% into everything. And we've got to understand, we can't take our eyes off the ball. Last time, another Manchester legend was contemplating another fight at the arena. It was supposed to be a tick-over win. He got beat and he retired on the night, and that was Ricky Hatton. We can't have that happen with Anthony Crawler Saturday night. Frank, good fighter, fought for the European title, was the away fighter, lost by two points and two judges' scorecards. It's a huge scalp. I showed Anthony, I think it was yesterday morning, you open up Boxing News this week, Anthony Crawler, number four in the world. You look, open up the Ring Magazine, number eight in the world. Being in them Ring top ten rankings, 210 weeks. Frank has an awful lot to gain from upsetting the apple cart on Saturday night. So training's been going very well. The lads in the gym keep saying to me, has Crawler told you yet? am like, what? Crawler told you what? It's not his last fight, you know. <laughs> and uh, it is. I'm glad that he came out and said it is. His form's well. And um, that's the right time to go out when you are relevant, and you've got to look at where Anthony's come from as you've reeled off there. 10 years ago, we were getting ready to fight Michael Broder a couple of weeks, in a couple of weeks' time. Them 10 years, Andy Morris's, Kieran Farrell's, um, Gavin Rees, you were there ready, John Murray, Steve Foster, before he ever got to the world title stage. Them big nights, how quick time has gone, and um, to be sat yesterday after the public workout, sat here today and go, wow this is like this is going to be um, the last time Anthony's going to do this, but it's at the right time. You don't want to be a stepping stone for the um, young, hungry fighters coming through, your Tefimo Lopez, your Devin Haney's. Anthony was the last of that old school, your Mitchells, your Burns, everything else, and um, he's going out on his own accord, not because boxing's forcing him to, and um, as Anthony always says, boxing can take so much from you, as well as give you so much, and Anthony's doing it at the right time. Um, getting out at the right time. Listen, on a mere personal note, it's a pleasure to be able to finish Anthony's career with him when fighters become world champions. There's always a split. You can go down in history and you see fighters then, the split trainers, people getting their ears. There's always a falling out. You see, you've see, you seen it with Ricky, you've seen it with Naz. But for Anthony Crawler, there's one word for him that's loyal. He's loyal to his fans. He's still going round yesterday, today, dropping his tickets off to his fans, that he's always done, his family, um, his stable mates. He's been in the corner, all the big fights. And also to me, um, when so many people were in his ear, when he loses, you need to lose this, move, change trainers. But he didn't stuck with it. So to be able to do this last dance together, um, I'm hugely... um, chuffed, proud, and um, as you said, Eddie, I've said it today in my column, I think it'd be fitting for Anthony to be acknowledged and honoured in the Queen's uh, Awards at the end of this year.
3: I agree, Joe, I agree. And I know with your contacts, if you could drop her a text after <laughs> the fight on Saturday, that'd be, that'd be lovely. I was asking you for Lizzie's number. <laughs> Crawley, you, do, you, you sort of laugh at things like that. I don't think you realise what you have achieved. Um, it's going to be a special night on Saturday. I know uh, you want to win so badly as well. And I guess looking back on your career, it wouldn't quite be the same if you didn't win on Saturday. Great career, great moments, but you, you really must get this win to, to settle well going into retirement. And it's a must-win fight for you on Saturday.
6: Good afternoon, everyone. No, thanks for the kind words, can't remember that last time people said so many nice things about me, but uh, thank you. Yes, yeah, Saturday night is, um, is so important to me. It means absolutely everything to me to go out there and finish finish my career in style. And, you know, a lot of respect for Frank. Um, you know, I think we're gonna make, style's gonna gel for a great fight, but um, it's one of them, everyone keeps asking me about emotions and stuff like that. And I keep saying the same thing is, I'm just trying not to think of it as my last fight because then you start fighting with emotions and boxing's a sport where you can't do that. It very very rarely works out well. So uh, I'm just going to treat it like any other fight. Like Joe said then, I've had a fantastic camp. And um, I can't wait for Saturday night. Like I say, there's a lot of things I'll miss about boxing, but it's been a huge part of my life and it always will be. So... That'll be no different. Um, It'll just be the last time I walk on Saturday to that ring as a fighter.
3: How does the, the hunger play in, obviously, knowing, like you say, that, that this is your last fight? You've got a guy, as Joe pointed out, who could basically change yeah. his career on Saturday night. I had a very close fight with Edith Tatley. If he beats you, he's going to move into the world top five in virtually every governing body. You still have the hunger, you know, even knowing that Sunday you're going to wake up as, as a retired yeah. fighter. You've still got the hunger to fight, face these guys who are looking to change their life just like you did.
6: Without a doubt, and that makes, you know, he's got everything to gain, and that for me is motivation on its own. I want to finish the, this career on a high, Saturday night with my last fight, I want to go out in style, I want I want to wake up Sunday morning and my mate saying, oh, you know, you've still got a lot left, that's what I want to happen, but it'll be the last time on Saturday night, and I'll always have that hunger, and as a fighter, um, you've even seen it with Nigel Benn recently, That hunger never really leaves you, but I feel that you've got to, you know, feed that hunger in other ways, and like I said, I'll help coaching the kids, I'll get a lot more involved in that, maybe in time take a stable of fighters on, I don't know, help Joe around the gym, be amongst the lads and that'll help feed it, but it never really leaves you, but, you know, you just have to deal with that the best you can, I think, you know, everyone on this table, no matter what they say, they love boxing in one way or another, and, um, I say boxing's been so good to me and um, I'm, I'm very thankful for what it's done for me. But now the time's right.
3: Thank you very much. Antti Crawler, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we look forward to that one as well. And I know people talk about a farewell fight. Trust me, this is going to be a tough, tough fight. Crawler okay. against Ersketa on Saturday night. And this is a big card, big night of boxing. Don't miss the weigh-in tomorrow at 1pm. We're going to have head to heads up here now from all the guys who are here with their opponents. And we look forward to a huge night on Saturday night. And Manchester, as always, thank you very much for the support. Thank you.
0: Well, what a press conference. Lots and lots of people on that bill and some very, very exciting clashes. Um, We're going to hopefully grab a word with Mr. Crawler himself. Fingers crossed. Final time as a fighter. and uh, you know Your career, you didn't go out on your own terms per se, but I guess that was a lot down to injury. But you had achieved all you wanted to to achieve. So you can leave with that sense of closure. I guess whatever happens result-wise on Saturday night, Anthony will have that amount of closure knowing that he's achieved everything that he could have. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Don't get me wrong. Like you said there, all fighters miss boxing... In some respect whether it's the buzz it's the, the glory or, or the competing i think crawler's uh, a boxing man he's a fire man he, he you know he loves the sport but he will stay involved in it and like you say he's achieved his ultimate goal and 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 some do you know what i mean similar to me but you know so to that to, the, to then go and reign and defend it and fight all these other guys you know it's been it's been tremendous and you know i've got um so much respect for andy crawler and um like they say there, he really is one of the nicest guys in boxing. I remember him pulling me aside and telling me, um, "Darren, I've got to tell you that your brother, my brother that passed away, you know, is one of the gr- the best I've ever been in with, the hardest to hit." And I think, you know, to take the time out and say that to me when, you know, remember he said he said oh, I didn't want to say it on air because I didn't yeah, want to upset you or whatever. Yeah, of course. Whatever, yeah, I just he, thought, um, what, yeah. What 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 a legend! You know, he's, he really wants to make other people happy, and uh, it's going to be very emotional night Saturday watching him have his last contest yeah
0: I know he said there he said he's going to try and keep the emotions uh, in- intact It's will it, be impossible It'd be impossible he's well, going to have end, anyway. to soak that, that last ring walk up he's going to have to just take in little details that maybe yep. he hasn't allowed himself to before yep. and, and I guess that this isn't Lomachenko he's in with he is going to have the opportunity to do things in the ring on Saturday that we didn't get to see in the last fight because he, he put in a great cam and arguably he was in the best shape of his life unfortunately mm. come up against the best of the modern era uh, was given absolutely no room to, to show anything yeah. that he'd worked yeah. on, so it, it, there is a chance that we actually get to see a very, very good fight. Well, like him he said,
1: like he said there, Chris. You know, he wants his mates to be saying the next day on Sunday, "Oh, you look amazing! You look brilliant! It's yeah. one of the best I've seen you. Why don't you carry on?" Like he wants to go out mm-hmm. not only with a win but a good performance. And you know, like like Joe said there, he's in the he's been in the ratings 210 days, whatever. You know, in the top 10 world rankings. And, you know, and he wants to go out and prove that he's gone out as one of the best in the world. And look, I respect that, and I think it's a great attitude to have. A look at the stage, then it's uh, Terry Harper and Vivian
0: Obernorf. Uh, Harper defending her IBO super featherweight title. Um, Obernorf on the right there, of course, stopped Natasha Jonas and derailed her momentum. Um, Harper, one of Steffi Ball's fighters, and this is going to be a really tough test for her. And we've heard some good things about Terry Harper, seen some good things so far as a professional. No doubt, though, if she holds on to that world title on Saturday, she's earned it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's uh. She's up against it, she is, but well, I've spoken to Dave Allen, who's been in the gym with her and saying, Terry's looking brilliant, you know, she's really looking strong, uh, full of confidence, and she's relishing being in this opportunity. She's not really had the, the chance before, but uh, yeah, she's she's buzzing.
0: So Martin McCauley on the left of your screen there, as you just heard fought a couple of weeks ago against Kevin Johnson, became the third ever person to stop him, faces US fighter Rodney Hernandez on the right, 13, eight and two, in the distance with the likes of Joe Dueco, Adam Kalnacki, Michael Hunter as well. Um, I guess I guess against Kevin Johnson, he's a guy that is a specialist in survival, it wasn't a particularly attritional fight between them. It was pretty much Bacole dictating stuff, pushing him around the ring and and breaking him down until the point where he was stopped. So yeah. he, he won't have really taken a lot of damage from that fight. Therefore, I always thought a couple of weeks ago,
1: he'll actually be in as good a nick as he needs to be to get in the ring on Saturday. Yeah. He'll want to fight every week if possible. You know, I think he, he's buzzing to be out. Um, I was speaking to Billy Nelson, manager, and was saying, you know, um, try and get him out again in February so I think for him in this current heavyweight climax, uh, cl- uh, climax is to, to stay busy, keep getting in there, keep getting some round under your belt, keep impressing, pressing uh, and before it, before long you're only ever one big win away I think from mm. challenging for, for something. You know the heavyweight division is booming at the minute and I think he's uh, he's loving being a part of it. Yeah,
0: we just saw there Kez Ashwak and Johan but that is
1: the one we're looking forward to. Felix Cash, let's just
0: could not get this wrong. Felix Cash is not a small middleweight by any no. stretch of the imagination. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. He's a very big lad. See, Felix Cash, not, not far off 6'1, uh, Commonwealth middleweight champion, but Jack Cullen is a beast of a guy, nearly 6'4. Um, took John Harding Jr. apart. And John Harding is a guy that's yep. in his mid 30s. He, he, he's certainly out of his prime, but he spars regularly with the likes of Josh Boratsky, Dylan White. To take somebody like that apart, chop him down in the way that he did, very, very impressive. Mm. And I think fair to say that the book is having Felix Cash the favourite. It may actually be a little bit out there. This is a 50-50 fight.
1: Well, we've had another bet, haven't we? We
0: have. <laughs> I owe you yeah. lunch, by
1: the way. That's why I brought it up. No, do you know what? It's a great fight. I like the little bit of needle to add there. It, 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 they both understand and they, they respect uh, their opponents. But for me, this is, this is a great match-up. It, you know, when you just look at the bookies, there's nothing in it. Uh, looking forward to it.
0: Good stuff, Darren. We'll listen plenty more uh, to talk through over the next couple of days. We'll be back 1 pm match on boxing social media at the Radisson Edwardian uh, here in Manchester. If you are local, you're more than welcome to drop by. Uh, Wayne starts at 1 pm from Darren and myself. Enjoy the rest of the show and we will see you at 1 o'clock tomorrow.
10: Hey, we should have had a coach show. No, really. I- <laughs>